How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We are joined by a famous gentleman and a gentleman who hates the Jets, <laughs> which I find fascinating. Uh, the great Jerry Ferrara joins us today. Jerry, thank you very much for sitting in for Craig today. You know, it's wonderful to be here. Obviously, I'm a New York kid, so this place means a lot to me. But also, like, this was the first year I didn't actually, like, hate the Jets as much. Well. As much. They may be testing you because I don't know if you saw this, but Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson said, we want Aaron Rodgers so much. They're like me. I feel like I'm very similar, uh, minus the athleticism, as those three guys. They decided we are so desperate for Aaron Rodgers. We're going to burn the cheese head that Sauce took from the game last year. We're going to call him A-Rodge over and over again. And we're basically going to send this video out to the world into the ethos because we're so desperate for Aaron Rodgers. And I got to tell you, I love every second of it. Now, here's my question for you, my my Jet fan friend. Uh, do you think they went rogue here? Or is this also maybe management say, like, yeah, you know what? Make the video. <laughs> or did they go completely rogue, independent agents. They went completely rogue. Agree. <laughs> and maybe this will piss you off because this just happened. Sauce Gardner, and I love, I, how do you not love Sauce Gardner? Like, what kind of human being are you to not just love this man? He, about an hour ago, tweets out a picture of him FaceTiming with another individual. That individual, Odell Beckham Jr., so I'm in on the cheesehead burning. Does that make you start to say someone, let's maybe go talk to him and see like what's going on? <laughs> are we going to know who he's talking to or about every day until moves are made? Yes. I think, it- I think right now Sauce Gardner and Breeze and Garrett are going through the same thing everyone else is going through. We want to know what the hell's going to happen. Like, and trust me, I know that it sucks that we're sitting here on a Friday and there's no answer to the Aaron Rodgers question. But they're doing what we're all doing. They're waiting bated breath to find out, is Aaron Rodgers coming to New York? And they want him. And to me, that means something. Because there's been a debate amongst Jet fans, non-Jet fans, and we'll find out where you stand on this, where they shouldn't be going after him, or they should be going after him. Well, the roster in one loud voice is making it clear how they feel, which is Aaron Rodgers is the answer. Go get his ass. I just hope it doesn't backfire. And me, what I mean by that is, if it, for whatever reason, doesn't work out with Rodgers. Now, say you are like, all right, it's the Jimmy G era, or we're bringing Mike, Mike White back. You know a big part of the young core of that team wanted Aaron Rodgers in the building. And now you're like, hey, guys, uh, I'm not Aaron, but here I am. Is that going to be weird if it's Jimmy wow. G walking Listen, through that door? Bro, we, we are in a world now, and we've all had this in life, where we have talked ourselves into something so amazing yes. that if it doesn't happen... It's just going to suck. And I think for me, for a lot of Jet fans, and certainly for those guys, if they don't end up with Aaron Rodgers, no matter what else they do this offseason, it's going to be very, very difficult to capture the excitement that those guys and Jet fans have right now because, and you tell me if I'm right about this, Aaron Rodgers gives them the best chance to win a championship, and those guys know it. Again, for the first time ever watching a year not absolutely rooting against the Jets and hating on them because I their te- like I enjoyed their team so much. They were so much fun to watch, minus the quarterback play. You just look around in the AFC. If you want to compete, I'm sorry. I love Jimmy G. I, I thought Mike White was frisky last year. You have to take the swing. It has to be on that level because if you want to compete with Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, if the Chargers ever know how to hold on to a lead, Trevor Lawrence is ascending. You need that. If it was the NFC... I'd say, all right, maybe you're okay with Jimmy G. I agree. Maybe you're okay with Mike White. It's the AFC. It's different. Do you it's think different. I should burn a Brett Favre Jet jersey? Do you think that would be like something we as fans can do that will be our way of doing what Brees and Garrett Wilson and Sauce did? 
Like, what can we burn as Jet fans to equal the cheesehead burning of the great Sauce Gardner? That's the funny part of this whole thing. I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, always have been. Like, you don't know what it's going to be that's going to make him be say, all right, yeah, let's do it. You just don't know what he's looking for. You know, is he going to live in Manhattan? Is he going to live in the suburbs? Where is he going to be if he comes? You just don't know. But if you're looking at just keeping it football, he has to be looking at that roster saying, yeah, if Brees Hall is healthy and those weapons, like, let's go. He and has to be saying that. He also has to be saying, wait a second, this could be my only option. And it's kind of crazy that it looks that way, but it does right now, that the Green Bay Packers don't want him back. And I sort of understand why. They've had him for a million years. They drafted Jordan Love a couple years ago. They want to find out if Jordan Love's the answer. And right now, and I think the reason why the Jets are the one team interested is because they're the one team that feels like they're legitimately a quarterback away. I don't think there's any other team in the NFL that can honestly look at their roster and say, hey, if we add Aaron Rodgers, we're a contender. I think the Jets are doing that. They look at their roster and say, add Aaron Rodgers, we've got a shot. But Aaron may be in a position where, and I think this is what's holding it up. Because there's a part of me, Jerry, that's nervous that the longer this drags out, the greater chance it is that it's going to blow up. Someone comes in last minute, all of a sudden there's another suitor that appears magically. And also... It's the Jets, meaning luck has never really been fully on the It really your side. hasn't. It really hasn't. Since Joe Namath made that guarantee, there's no such thing as luck. Why do you hate the Jets, by the way? You're a giant fan. You're fat and happy. I don't mean physically. I mean you've won championships. Yeah, and it's not a hatred like I would say maybe I have for the Mets, and that's a whole different story. The Mets? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll have to address that coming up. I guess I guess I walked right into that one. <laughs> Uh, my hatred for the Jets is just because of the Jet fans I grew I grew up in Brooklyn, just outside of Bensonhurst, right. which is like a neutral territory. It's not devoted to one team. It could be your, your group of friends could have a lot of Jets fans, could have a lot of Giants. I had predominantly Jets fans in my life, and they were obnoxious. Some of them are texting me right now. It's going to be amazing that you're going WFAN and Aaron Rodgers is going to sign today. Like That's the texts I'm getting. So they, they drove me to this. The hatred. So it's our fault is what you're saying. Of course. <laughs> of course. What I'm curious because I guess I understand why I would be obnoxious or Beningo would be obnoxious. But what specifically did we talk trash about? Not us specifically, but like we've won nothing. True. Like what the hell is the Jet fan said to you when you were growing up in Brooklyn? And I'm trying to do some math quickly in my head. So you're growing up in Brooklyn in the mid-90s? It's a lot of Testaverde. It's a lot of Chad Pennington, right. Curti our, Curtis Martin. Also known as our glory days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The good times. The good. We'll call it the good times. Uh, you know, I could sum it up like this, and I'll try not to take too much on this. But I love the optimism of any fan. Look, I'm a Knicks fan, right. and I'm optimistic. So that tells you where my reality is. I always felt that my Jet fan friends were always super optimistic how this is going to be our year and this guy's going to do this and you watch, this is our time. The optimism never matched the realism for me as a kid. And also, like I said, I was outnumbered. They And the Giants, yes, we have Super Bowls. We've also seen some downtimes. I have, yeah. I, you know, this is also the Dave Brown era I'm yes. talking about. So yes. it wasn't always roses for us either in like – from 90 to 2000, so... Is this fake optimism from us, though? Because I've heard that from a few people that you're not a Super Bowl contender if you add Aaron Rodgers. I genuinely think they're in the mix. It doesn't mean I think they would win a Super Bowl or they're better than Kansas City or Buffalo and Cincinnati, but they, to me, by trading for Aaron Rodgers, and obviously there's more work to do in the offseason, but by just doing that, to me, we're in the mix. Is that the phony optimism of Jet fans from the past? It's the exact reason why I have not hated on them that pa this past season, this whole offseason, because I believe for the first time in a very long time, maybe you could say some moments of the Sanchez era potentially, I think the optimism matches the realism. I think that is a real team. I think they are a quarterback away from, uh, do I put them ahead of Mahomes and Burrow? Certainly not. But are they in the conversation for being first, like, could, he, could they do what the Jaguars did this year? Right. Absolutely. And then when you get to that point, it doesn't matter. Just get there. Right. Anything can happen. Well, yeah, look, one just thing, get there. One thing I've heard is, well, Aaron Rodgers loses championship games at home. Okay, I don't know what the hell a championship game at home is. Like, what is that? Are you actually allowed to make a championship game and host it? Like, I'm not familiar with that concept. So if Aaron Rodgers is able to pull that off for the New York Jets, that's something I've never seen. I think Aaron Rodgers, is, I'm a big Sopranos fan, right? And obviously I'm a TV guy. That's kind of been my whole career to this point. There's a scene in The Sopranos where Tony grabs Chris by the collar and says, look, you don't have to love me, but you will respect me. Right. And I think that's what Aaron Rodgers is saying. If he comes to the Jets, like, yeah, you don't have to love me. Yeah, I lose games at home. Fine. 
You are going to respect what I've done to this point. And I'm sorry, everyone in the AFC, I can't believe you got me over here sticking up for the Jets. You're a <laughs> slick one. You're a slick dude. I think the Jets are a real threat if Aaron Rodgers comes. Now, and I can't see- believe I'm saying that on these airwaves. It pains me. Now, let's see how slick I am. What if I told you I have audio of Aaron Rodgers talking about joining the New York Jets? Exclusive audio that I may have found on social media. You want to hear it? I would love to. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers talking about joining the Jets. When I saw Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson burn the cheese head, I knew all was right in the world. The dark retreat was worth it, and becoming a New York Jet was destiny. Can you believe that? He's come clean. That you know, we were all waiting to hear that. What a great that's a great break for, for, for the for the station. That's great. That's a great break. Dude, this is an AI, obviously. It's an AI of Aaron Rodgers. And when I first saw it, I thought for a second, holy crap, that sounds like Aaron Rodgers. It was good AI. And he's crazy enough to say that. Is he not crazy enough to all of a sudden just release a video of saying, boy, that cheese head convinced me I can't wait to join the New York Jets? Like, if that came out today in the next four hours, would that stun you? Not at all. And at the very least, you know he certainly has seen all the Sauce Gardner videos. Oh, you did right. He's seen them probably multiple times. So, uh, look, also, it's nice to feel that someone wants you. Yeah. To feel one, because... I, you could say the Packers want him, or they did, and like obviously that history. But also, when you look at the moves they've made over the past few years, and just I get it. Look, they showed him the love, they gave him the money, and that's why the roster maybe didn't match where the talent level could have been because they gave Aaron Rodgers a lot of the, all of the money. They did. You know, you could talk about Dev- Devontae Adams left because yeah, Aaron Rodgers got the money, but it's just nice to want it, to be wanted, and the Jets certainly have put that out no there. No doubt. Blast. No doubt. So here's my concern, and I alluded to before. And I've always thought this way, like with trades in sports and even free agent signings, the longer something drags out, the more worried you get. And you tell me if this is a Hollywood thing, too. Like, the more you haven't heard from who auditions you, I guess, who, uh, casting directors, directors, producers. Yeah. yeah, I can, yeah. The longer you don't hear from Spielberg, the more you say, this isn't going to happen. The longer a trade doesn't go through, the longer the Nets didn't hire Ime Yadoka, the longer it didn't happen. The more I start to say, holy crap, the longer the Knicks didn't acquire Donovan Mitchell, I said, "Uh uh-oh, this may fall apart. I was going to say that to you. Is this potentially your version of Donovan Mitchell? Right? Yes. If he goes somewhere, if it doesn't happen. It'd be kicking the ball. This is the Jets' version of Donovan Mitchell. Well, when Donovan was traded to Cleveland, did it feel like a kick in the groin? Worse. It felt worse. (laughs) It was worse. And look. Also, there was no way to know the Knicks would potentially be a five-seed, nine-game winning streak. That was not the outlook of this team, especially if you look at all the sports books over-unders on their win total. Right, right. That was not the expectation. So it's easy now to say, uh, we're okay without Donovan Mitchell. But I will say, if you put him on this team that's currently constructed, well, and yeah, maybe we're missing RJ and Grimes or Obi or whatever, it's, it's a real threat. Well, what's crazy sometimes is that, and this is just the way my brain works, I don't know if I speak for everybody, the longer there's a transaction that's out there, the longer you just accept, like, oh, my God, this is really going to happen, and the more painful it makes it if you don't get the guy. Like, I understand. People listening right now, because I feel the same way, we're all sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We all are. But it's the number one story in sports. It's the number one story here because it's important, because it's big, because it's huge. And the longer it drags out, two things. A, the longer it becomes painful if he doesn't come here, but the more I get concerned. And the more I start to wonder, well, what's the holdup? Because the evidence starts to point that Green Bay's done with him and the Jets clearly want him. So it comes down to one simple thing. Does Aaron Rodgers want to play for the New York Jets? And it worries me that the longer he thinks about that, the more time he has to say, the Jets? (laughs) No thanks. And that scares the crap out of me. Yeah, I'm with you. And I've really been racking my brains about, because in my world, in the acting world, the equivalent is, you know, I've been up for parts where I've been told, okay, you're the guy, you're getting the offer, it's coming. And it's like Monday, Tuesday, no offer comes, and someone else enters into the mix. It's like, oh, we didn't right. know this person was available. We got to rethink this, and of course, I don't get the part. That's what's happened a million times. I don't know, you're, like you said earlier, who's the who's the team that's going to come out of nowhere? And we wouldn't hear about I think you'd hear about teams taking themselves out of the market. Yeah, yeah. There may be a team lying in wait covertly that you don't my, know about. I don't know who it is, though. My biggest fear is just Green Bay decides, you know what? F it. Let's run it back. I don't think you can. Do- can you really do that? They've basically said, we're okay with you leaving. 
We're fine with it. We want and we want to help you out the door. Yeah, we're, we're letting to, you talk to another team. I I just don't see that. I don't see how that could. Make, I mean, it would take a lot of mending of fences for that to happen. Now the other thing that's going on is Odell Beckham Jr. We mentioned Odell because for some reason Sauce Gardner put that picture out of them FaceTiming. So Odell Beckham Jr. is doing a workout today in which a lot of teams are going to watch him. The Giants are going to watch him. And I was thinking about it after Sauce Gardner made the comment last night on his video stream that this is going to be a package deal, that other guys are going to come. And often over the last few weeks, people have asked me, have you learned your lesson, Evan? And I want to say very loudly, I have not learned any lessons from the failures of the Brooklyn Nets. If Aaron Rodgers wants Odell Beckham Jr., bring his ass home. Like, I, and you know what? You can slap me around for saying this. I'm a sellout. I'm so desperate for winning. If Aaron Rodgers wants Odell Beckham Jr., bring him in. If Aaron Rodgers wants Jordy freaking Nelson, (laughs) bring him in. If Aaron Rodgers wants Randall Cobb or James Jones, bring them in. If Aaron Rodgers wants your ass lining up in the slot, go suit up for the Jets. I got a lot of wiggle left still. I got a lot of wiggle left. First of all, you said something blasphemous. Bring him home. Bring him home. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, New York, sure. Yeah. Je- that's not Jets locker rooms, not home. Same stadium. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's different locker rooms. Maybe. I don't even know. Probably the same lock. I don't even know how it works over there. That's different, sta- different rooms. That stadium's a disaster. I don't even know how oh. the locker rooms work. Amen. We agree on that. That is blasphemous that you said bring him home and you were alluding to the Jets. Yeah. Now, you have me. Odell, sure. If Aaron Rodgers is a big Odell fan, wants to play with him, I get it. But you lose me when you start saying, if he wants Randall Cobb, bring him. Because like then you're going to be in the same situation where, yeah, you got the guy, and now the roster is his roster. You have a great roster. You don't, you don't need Randall Cobb. You don't even need Odell necessarily. And I, look, with Odell would come some other discussions potentially. Yeah, but Dude, if, if this was a discussion, let's say the Jets signed Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously the Giants re-upped with Daniel Jones, and we're having a legitimate Odell discussion. Yes. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'd say, you know what? Stay away. Like, I'm done. I don't want to deal with the drama. We saw the plane incident. He He's coming off a major injury. I'm not even sure how good he is anymore. Right. I would shy away. But I admit this, and I have to own this. I'm a sucker. If the superstar, look, KD wanted Jeff Green. Bring him in. They wanted DeAndre Jordan. That was a failure. Bring him in. So I've learned nothing from the mistakes of life. Now, some lessons I've learned in life, like I learned early on, if she cheats on you, you probably should get out. Like I did learn that when I was 20 years old. But this whole superstar thing, I haven't learned a damn lesson. If Aaron Rodgers wants Odell Beckham Jr., Come on. So you didn't learn if we have to send Jared Allen away for a ham sandwich, that's fine. <laughs> that's Just different. do it. You that's didn't different. learn that. <laughs> that's different. Okay. Very you, different. And look, you are now giving me flashbacks as to why I have, I won't say hate, strong word, dislike for Jets. You're going hardcore Jets Nets it right now. It only took you 17 minutes? You couldn't be more <laughs> Jets Netsy right now. You're Netsy Jets, Jets Netsy right now in a way I've never heard before. Do you want Odell for the Giants, by the way? Uh, yeah, look, I think what we all miss so often is nuance, right? When, especially when people talk about the Daniel Jones contract and we don't, I'm sure you and Craig talked about that at mm-hmm. length. So we don't have to talk about that, but there's nuance. Do I want Odell? Yeah. I want to know why. Look at our receiving core. 100%. I totally get it. But if I'm the Jets and I look at your receiving core and your options, I might feel a little differently. But for the Giants, if that's what we're looking at, you got to take Odell seriously here because of. I mean, I love Isaiah Hodgins, love, love Richie James. We need help. They got, they got to get better. No, I, I completely agree with you. I guess the way I would look at it with the Giants, and by, and by the way, you're 1,000% right. It, the situations are different. Right. So, I've, and, and my view is if Aaron Rodgers wants him, go get him. Not, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. Do you want Odell? No, I'm not interested. I think with the Giants, my view on this, and it's good that they're out there watching his workout. They should. They should be scouting, seeing if he has anything left. My answer is I want better. Adam Thielen's available. He's 32 years old. I don't believe he's on a decline at all. I believe that basically the the targets just went away with the emergence of Justin Jefferson. Bring him in. Like Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, is more reliable than Odell Beckham Jr. So I wouldn't be anti-Odell. I would just be more, if I'm the Giants, because you're probably going to lose Darius Slayton. All right, he's probably going to get more money. Sterling Shepard cannot be relied on if you decide to bring him back. And you mentioned it. Hodgins was great last year, Isaiah Hodgins. Richie James, uh, okay. 
you got to get better. And I think the Giants can do and should do better than just Odell Beckham. I am abs- I'm scouting Odell. I am for sure calling Thielen's agent and seeing where his head's at. You, 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 I, the receiving core is so decimated. And look, I love Slayton, but uh, the catch it, the drops, I've lost hair because of the drops that he's had in big moments. Literal hair has fallen out of my head when he's dropped some of these passes. So I'm not saying I'm happy to see him go, but I'm, we let's let's reboot this whole thing. Yeah, I'm I'm calling Thielen's agent right away because that's part of the nuance of the Daniel Jones conversation. He he, hadn't, he didn't even have a second round. I know we're segueing to the Giants. He just needs help. Get him help, or else you can't really judge the contract. You actually have a really good full set of head of hair. Like you haven't lost anything up there. Let me see. Uh yeah, well, not bad in the front. The back, and because I'm short, not great. A little a light in the back. I'm 43 years old, but I'm hanging on. I gotta say, I'm hanging on strong. The kids are what makes it fall out too. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. And you have two kids. I got two. Yeah. How old are they? Almost four and almost two. Oh, my God. We're in a man-to-man defense getting exposed. How do you handle – I'm sorry. I'm fascinated by this because I've got a four-year age difference. How do you handle what I like to call the double poo? Like, how, <laughs> how do you handle that at the same time? Like, who does what? What if it's really bad at the same time? Like, how do you game plan that? Yeah, and I, I know people without kids love hearing parents say how hard kids are. I know, <laughs> I know you all love it out there. Um Here's the easiest way to explain it for parents and for non-parents. Just imagine a fire broke out in your house. How would you handle a fire? <laughs> you would be like, run, get get the most important yeah. thing, do this. We got that. It's basically your house is on fire when it's a double double poo situation. Oh, my God, yes. Well, Jerry Ferrara is with us for the next four hours, four and a half hours. We'll get to your calls at 877-337-6666. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's carton and roberts on the fan wfan wfan fm and wfan.com world famous actor jerry ferrara i do have to ask you a, a a famous person question is that okay all right, make sure his mic is on. Sure, let's go. There let's go. go. So oh, a few months ago, I asked Craig, who was the most famous person in his phone? And he gave me an answer. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The most famous person in my phone is Mike Francesa. Now, no offense, Mike. It's not. I mean, he's famous, but I think it shows that I don't have a lot of famous friends. Actually, you're in my phone now. 
Maybe it's you. No, I can't. I don't. I don't. Who's use, more famous? I, you or Francesa? Friend, uh, Francesa. But I, I also think there's a, a demo situation. Like I think if like <laughs> if it's a 25 year old, maybe I win that battle. Right. But I think overall, I mean, especially here in New York, uh, it's it's Mike, of oh, course. God. All right, so Mike's the most famous person on my phone, which is kind of sad. You would think I've you know met some famous people to put on my phone. I really haven't. Most famous person on your phone. What if I told you I had Aaron Rodgers in my phone? What would you say? I would say, call him right now. How have you not told me this in the last two and a half hours? I, I don't. All, we follow each other on Twitter. That's about it. <laughs> Slide into his DMs. Listen. No? No. First of all, <laughs> and, and we'll get to all this stuff, too, when I get the floor. You want to talk about a way to get an unfollow is slide into Aaron Rodgers' DMs and be like, why are you not signing with the Jets? <laughs> he punches that unfollow button in two seconds flat. Well, that's not what you would say. You would slide into his DMs and say, hey, A-Rodg, uh, hosting afternoon drive in New York City today. Why don't you pop on? We could talk about ayahuasca. I, or maybe I'll just say, hey, did you happen to catch Brees Hall saying Super Bowl if uh, they acquire you? He, you know, he thinks you guys could win the Super Bowl That's if you right. go to New York. No, so, uh, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers is not on your phone, but he follows you. Okay. Yes. John yes. Cena follows me, by the way. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I think he follows me, too. I'm sorry. I don't want to one-up you. I think he, he follows, follows everybody. <laughs> He's got 800,000 followers. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. So who's the most famous person on your phone now? Now I'm curious because Craig's answer was shocking. Jeez. Like, uh, Craig's answer is probably going to have you beat only because she almost became president, so I kind of put her towards oh, the top. Yeah, no, I, I don't really, and I definitely, I'm not in any political circles whatsoever. Yeah, the fact when Craig said Hillary Clinton, I was pretty surprised. Can I can I think on that one yes. for two minutes? Because I I have some thoughts off the top of my head, but I'm wondering if I could maybe talk. You have it. so many famous people in your phone that I, you almost want to write it down into a bracket. I got some good. I mean, it would be a good March Madness bracket. <laughs> you know, you see all those brackets on Twitter. It'd be it'd be a good one. I think I got 64. You know what would concern me though? So the other day I was dropping my kid off at the bus stop, and accidentally I called a number in my phone. Now <laughs> luckily it was Con Edison. So it really wasn't a big deal. And I was like, oh, I accidentally called Con Edison. If I had, and I wouldn't, but let's say I had Tom Brady in my phone, and I accidentally called him, I'd feel like a jackass. Like, that would be one of the big negatives to having so many famous people in my phone because we butt dial all the time, right? That's still a thing. I'm pretty sure I butt dialed Jabba Chamberlain. <laughs> I'm like, I think, yes, I'm pretty sure. And I think it was one of those two where he has like a two-minute voicemail of me I don't even know what I was listening to in the car. He has a two-minute voicemail somewhere where I didn't know. I I, think I, I totally butt dialed Jabba That does Cable. win the award of the most random butt dial. I just thought I, that one sticks out. Jobber. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember someone what seemed like uh, butt dialed me. And then you got to do the thing where... You know, the call stops, and you got to stare at your phone for 30 seconds. If that rings again, I got to answer it. I got to yeah, answer it. Yeah. And it didn't ring again, so it proved that it was a, a butt dial. But I was staring at that phone like, if this thing rings again, I got to answer it. Butt dial is one of, my, one of the scariest things in my life. Like, I used to never delete numbers from my phone. Like, if you're in my phone, you're there forever. And that may sound cool in some circles, but what about exes? I can't have exes in my phone. First of all, my wife would be like, why is your ex in your phone? Great question. They're not. The second thing is, what if I butt dial them? I don't want to have any more conversations. It's over. I could pitch a reverse to you, though. Yeah. I, and I get you. What you said is a very, very logical point. Thank but you. But you keep the number in your phone, and if they happen to call you, you see the name. If you delete the number, uh, then they call you. It's just the number. You have no idea. You risk answering the phone. Oh, that's true. That's you a, risk you know answering the phone. I guess I never had to worry about that. <laughs> that wouldn't be an issue. Uh, yeah, you risk. I, as someone who's maybe answered the phone, <laughs> you risk answering the phone. All right, I'll give you, what should we give him, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour? <clears throat> no, no, no. I don't need all that. Five minutes, you will tell us the most famous. And it doesn't mean you have to call the person. I'm just curious. All right, maybe on the next break, can I have two minutes to look through my phone yeah. to jog my memory? Let's oh, just no. give him a break. Give me a break so Martins I can... He's at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. All right, 3 o'clock, we find out the most famous person in Jerry Ferrara's phone. Can I write down my prediction? Sure. I, right. I, yeah, I can't I can't wait to see. Okay. I, you're probably going to give me way too much credit, is what right. I will say. All right, here we go. Barack And I just, gotta have the, I just have to have the number. Yes. I, don't ever ha I don't have to be on a texting relationship. I just have no. to have the number. No. No, I'm not giving me and Mike a texting. <laughs> Not since I got a new partner. <laughs> that was the last I heard from him. Yeah. Let's kick it off with Frank in Connecticut. What's up, Frank? Hey, how you doing, Evan? How you doing, Jerry? How are you today? Excellent. 
Excellent. I just want to get a point. I'm not sure if uh, maybe I'm off base here, but why do you think that if the Jets somehow don't get him and he doesn't go back to Green Bay, why would you think that's the end when you have the Raiders, Miami, and New England that can definitely use him? I'm not sure saying they would get him, but especially Miami. Why would you think that those those teams wouldn't contact Green Bay and try to try to get Aaron Rodgers? Why would you think the Jets are the only team that would want would, that, that I, so, want? So here's what's weird about this. You can make a great case for all three of those teams. Like, it's not a bad point. What about Miami? What about New England? What about Vegas? Miami doesn't want him because, and it just came out about five minutes ago, it was tweeted out by Mike Garofolo that they're exercising to his fifth-year option, which shows you that they think he's the guy that they believe he can stay healthy next year, that he can kind of pick up where he left off when he was playing like an MVP earlier this season. I may disagree with that. You may disagree with that. But clearly the Dolphins are invested in Tua as their quarterback of today and the future. And I thought there was rumblings with the Raiders sort of taking themselves out of the Rodgers sweepstakes. I thought, but yes. that's obviously a logical play. But should they go after – if you're the Raiders, would you go after Aaron Rodgers knowing I, where they I, are? I would. I think I would. Only because you got the Devontae Adams element, so you know there's a ton of chemistry there. Uh, you know, you got that set. I, I for sure would, because also you look around at that division, and yet you are not going to compete if you don't have a quarterback, especially in that division. So I, I would for sure at least be involved. I'd have the conversations. I wouldn't be saying uh, we're not in the sweepstakes anymore. So the reason I wouldn't if I'm the Raiders, because I don't think they're close. Like, they had a 25th-ranked defense last year. I'm not convinced it's going to be better. I don't necessarily think Rodgers going there for two years gives them a chance to win. New England is complicated because... Two things. A, would Bill want to coach another legendary Hall of Famer? Maybe, maybe not. Would Aaron want to be coached by him? And do they still believe in Mac Jones? As crazy as that sounds, it wasn't that long ago, and I'll raise my hand on the idiocy of this. A decade ago, I didn't want the Jets to go after Peyton Manning because my answer was, we have Mark Sanchez. And the naivete I had was, well, he's young, two AFC championship games, he's my guy. And I could see the Patriots and the Dolphins thinking that way about both Mac Jones and Tua. Yeah, I think with the Patriots, if there was a team, like I mentioned earlier, maybe there's a sneaky team. You wouldn't hear about the Patriots going after I think if they are, I, I think maybe the reason why we're not talking about it is because I don't think we'd hear about it. I think it would just happen if it was really a chance of happening. I don't think it would be a public right. thing that we'd be here. Oh, the Patriots are really interested. I, I think with Miami, I think I think they want a one-year potential fix in case Tua, who probably does need time. Right. And that's so why you I, think they, the Dolphins would be the, the mystery team because why not? Like, hey, get, we'll let Tua sit for a year, recover, even though I don't know if that's going to do anything, and let's go for it all with Aaron Rodgers. No, I actually think it's the reason why they're not. I think if you're getting Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you're getting him for one year, even though he is going to be 40. I think, like, I, I, we don't need to talk about Brady, but if there was ever a week eight, you know, let me dust this off oh, and God. see. I know we don't need it. Let me tell you but, something. Uh, yeah. I said this yesterday. I'll say it again very quickly. I pray to the football gods that Tom Brady comes out of retirement and plays for the Dolphins so that the Jets and everyone in the AFC can smoke him because I think he's washed up, I think he's a dinosaur, and it would give me so much joy to see the Dolphin fans and the Patriot fans both be miserable at the same time. I, that is Jerry, it's football porn to me. No, I, I get it. It's true. Uh it just would be super annoying to see a lot of five-yard slants get taken to the house for Tyree Kill and Jalen Wilder. There the would be a lot of one-and-a-half-step drops, yes. quick slant, and then they just take it to the house. His numbers would be very inflated, but yeah. I'm with you. It is football porn for you. Jeff in Connecticut. What's going on, Jeff? Evan, Jerry, how are you guys doing? Good. Good. Listen, this may shock you, but I'm calling to talk about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> hey, listen, you're right where, you know, listen, everything's feeling really good, but I think like I gave myself, my friends and I gave ourselves the four o'clock, you know, scary hours. Like if it's not done by four o'clock, that's when your mind starts racing. What's going on? Why hasn't he done it yet? It was three o'clock originally. Then I realized he's on the West coast, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I tell you this to ask you this favor. Yes. Do you please not play that AI thing again? Did that scare they, you? Did that freak you out? It's fair. Have, they sound so real. I'm driving. I almost pulled over. I'm refreshing my Twitter. Every second. Oh my God, I missed that. Do you really think that we were able to obtain the exclusive audio of our... Can you play that again, Big Mac? Oh, you're going to torture I'm everyone. So, well, but I'm giving you a warning ahead of time. For those listening right now, it's AI. It's not real. Not Alan Iverson. It's artificial intelligence. It's not real. <laughs> But here's Aaron Rodgers talking about joining the New York Jets. When I saw Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson burn the cheese head, I knew all was right in the world. 
The dark retreat was worth it, and becoming a New York Jet was destiny. <laughs> this is what scares me. This is what keeps me up at night is, is something like that could exist. <laughs> I know. Folks, that was Darren Rogers coming at you from a cave. <laughs> it is kind of freaky that we all may be fooled by this someday. Oh, we are. It's happening. I think it's happening. I see a Tom Cruise video every day. I'm like, wow, Tom Cruise did that? Like, no, it's some guy with Tom Cruise. Those videos face. are, they scare the hell out of well, me. Well, isn't the Tom Cruise? looks exactly like Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's the other thing. The guy in the Tom Cruise video you referred to looks like him, no. too. He has the bone structure in the hair, and then they do the digital stuff, and it's like, oh, all right, the world's over as yeah. we know it. That is crazy. That, I do think that the way our civilization dies, and it's a depressing topic, but you know, I'll be honest, is through AI. Like, that's going to kill us all. It's going to start with us being confused by fake AIs, telling us to do things that make no sense, but we're going to do it because we're being told to do it by somebody we love or somebody we trust. And that's how it's all going to end for us. Yeah. Once the AI starts thinking independently and is like, yep. why do we need these humans? It's over. Yeah. No need for us. Let's just get rid of them. Let's go to David in New Jersey. Hey, David. Hey, what's doing, guys? Wow, a lot of stuff uh, to, to process here with this AI and Odell. And <laughs> my, oh, so my first Odell, no shot, no how. The Giants are doing well. I don't need old trades. Not happening. Right. No to Odell. Take, no, for what? Get, well, get, you get need somebody younger. In, in fairness, more, in fairness, you need receivers. Jerry's talking about it earlier, and it's true. Like the I, one, there's I a few it. things the Giants have to address, but that receivers room, in my opinion, was one of the worst in the NFL last year. I get it, but Odell is made for a team that's really ready to win now, not not the Giants. Gotcha. Uh, number two, how about to get Rodgers off his you-know-what? Uh, how about leaking something about Lamar coming to the Jets? <laughs> to kind of motivate him? <sighs> yeah. So here's the, here's the problem with Lamar. One way with or Le- the other, they got to get it. Here's the problem with Lamar, all right? And you tell me if I'm crazy here, Jerry, because these are my theories on Lamar Jackson. I believe that there is just a conspiracy around the NFL. They do not want to have another Deshaun Watson contract in this league. And so the Ravens kind of have their feet up saying, okay, go try to put a contract offer to Lamar that isn't fully guaranteed because no team's willing to do it. Whatever that offer is. So let's say the Jets say, oh, you know what? Let's scare Aaron Rodgers. Let's give him $150 guarantee. There's a chance the Ravens are going to say, okay, thank you for all that negotiating. Match. And then Lamar's back. Right. So I think the Ravens are in a spot where they know no one's going to give him what he wants. So, okay, fine. Let another team make some kind of team-friendly deal with him. We'll simply match. We get him back. And they did all the negotiating. Is it going to continue some of the weird dynamics between Lamar and the Ravens? Absolutely. Yeah. But as a business decision, yeah, it's only happened really one other time. But if you're sitting there like, ah, they, if we don't want to match, we get two first-round picks. I, I think it's like a great position to be in. I don't think it's great for Lamar to be in this position. But I don't see the world where he's not on the on the Ravens. But maybe I'll be maybe I'll be wrong. But what, why wouldn't one team like we saw the desperate Cleveland Browns? give Deshaun Watson coming off of an embarrassing situation and not playing football for a year, they gave him the fully guaranteed deal. There isn't one owner and one team in the NFL who says, but this is Lamar. He's better. He's a good dude. Like, there's no one says a bad word about him. Great dude. Let's give him the bag. I said this on Twitter, and I started it with, this might be stupid, which don't ever start a tweet with, this might be stupid, because everyone on Twitter is just going to tell you how stupid you are. Uh, If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, why not throw an offer out there, figure something out, if for nothing else, drive the price way up. Right. And if you really look at that division, if Deshaun Watson returns to anything close to what he could be, you got Burrow in there. Like The division's a nightmare if you're Pittsburgh. No offense, Kenny Pickett may be good. He also had some concussions last year. You have a win-now coach. You know, we saw it. Mike Tomlin gets the most out of the team. Why not? Why, why not get your hat in the ring with Lamar I, and cause some interdivision stuff? It would cause that. Right? Like, at least if <laughs> nothing else, the, you do that. If nothing else, you do that. I think they, they want to see what they have in Kenny Pickett. It's the same thing I mentioned with the Patriots and Dolphins where we may end up laughing at this year's from now saying, Kenny Pickett, uh, Matt Jones. <laughs> right, right. But in this moment, one year into his NFL career, they want to stick with him. But the reason the Steelers aren't going to do it is the same reason no other team's going to do it. Because they already know we're not going to give them anywhere near that fully guaranteed deal. Right. And until a team wakes up and does it, I'm going to buy this conspiracy. And I think most people should. I'm not a conspiracy theory kind of guy, but the fact that teams are running all over themselves to say they're not interested in a guy that won the MVP a few years ago, the whole thing is fishy. 
How do you feel, though, about Lamar for a Jet? If it was a big contract, you give up the two first-rounders, are you are you just as excited as you are for no, Aaron Rodgers? I'm worried, but I... Okay, so here's what here's exactly what would happen, because I know myself so well. I'll be massively disappointed after Aaron Rodgers decides he's retired from football to pursue a career in Ari Oscar. Uh, Os- how do you say that word again? <laughs> I don't even know. Ari Oscar? Sure. Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Thank you. Thank you. I... Ayahuasca studies, whatever he decides to do. I'd be very upset, and I would say, okay, I've right, got to regroup here. And the next best quarterback available is clearly Lamar Jackson. Yes. And even though I've got major concerns about his health, he has not been healthy the last two years, and even when he was, he didn't play like the MVP guy he was three, four years ago, I would still take the risk. I would still say, you know what, two number ones, let's go for it. But here's where things get dicey. Because I'm concerned about his health and because Derek Carr basically signed a two-year deal and Daniel Jones basically signed a two-year deal. He didn't get what was reported. Right. He got a two-year deal. This guy, and I totally get why he wants it. I respect it. He's going to want a five-year fully guaranteed deal. And I probably will talk myself into it. Of course. Because I got no other choice. It's either that or here's Ryan Tannehill. But I think it's a really, really, really risky move. But... Yeah, I'd go for it because if you're trying to win in this conference, like you said, with those quarterbacks, I got to go to that fight with more than a pea shooter. I'm with you. And I I have a lot of respect for Jimmy G. And I think, I just think he's the same. You're talking about the Lamar injury risk. It's the same risk. Jimmy G just had the worst injury luck of almost any quarterback in a long time. It's just pretty bad that he just always gets these untimely injuries. I like Jimmy G a lot. I think he could do a lot of good things with the Jets. He's been in the big games, he's played in the big one. But you have the same concern. I'm with you. I think it has to be a big swing. It has to be. And that would be the big swing. But the thing, they're clearly going after Rodgers as the number one. Right. Which I I agree with. Like, in the short term. But what's the plan B? What's the backup if it doesn't happen? uh, Plan B. Plan B is we suck. Right. Winning his quarterback was Ryan Fitzpatrick has the best record <laughs> as a Jazz quarterback, I think, in the last five, eight years. Plan B is the B is basically, ah, oh, with the Jets. You know, and I, I don't want to, I won't have that attitude because obviously I think the beauty of football is you go into every season trying to rationalize how you can be that surprise team. I thought what the Bengals did two years ago was the inspiration. The fact that Joe Burrow and the Bengals went from being the Bengals. Think about the joke they've been for a couple of decades. And Burrow with the massive injury, and he comes back, and they get to a Super Bowl. So I think that's always the fantasy that you can turn into that. But right now, if you're a Jet fan, plan A is Aaron Rodgers, and plan B is Aaron Rodgers, and plan C is Aaron Rodgers. Then you hit that 13th pick? My, wow. If you could hit that 13th pick, it's a real problem. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. I'm thinking the Jets are a problem. You hate. You have hatred in your heart. I'm hating you. myself, actually, right now. <laughs> really Jack in Fairview. What's up, Jack? Hey, how you doing? Uh, first off, I got to say, I'm a huge fan of both you guys. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm on the phone with Turtle. Uh, <laughs> you get that a lot, by the way. Do you get people calling you by your character's name? Uh, yes, not as much yeah. now, well, but in the early Do you want to yeah. punch them in the face, or no, are you like good with it? It's probably the reason why I'm sitting here. Talking to you, right, on the radio. <laughs> right. I'm sorry if I offended you. Not, of, not offended, but not offended, buddy. Yeah. By the I way, Craig told me, I feel bad love saying this, but Craig did tell me that um, The Power, which is a yeah, show you're on. I get Turtle or Proctor. Oh. I get yelled, Proctor, I get he, yelled at from all oh. over. He told me, and I think I can say this on the air, very popular in prison. True story. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, absolutely, yes. I, I played a criminal defense attorney. So Yeah, yeah. you were great. Thank you. Great in that, yeah. Uh, okay, so I just got to say this about the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Uh, he's coming. Don't worry about that. But you kind of put a mush on it, Evan, yesterday. How's that? When you said about the Tom Brady thing. Yeah. And as soon as you said it, I pictured everything happening. It, like, all fell into place. You know what's going to happen now? He's going to the – Tom Brady's going to the Dolphins. <sighs> you guys are going to get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and exactly what's going to happen, two minutes – less than two minutes to go in the game. They're down by a touchdown. Okay, and Tom Brady's going to do what he always does, march up the field, and there goes the game. Listen. All right? <laughs> it's your fault. Listen, as it's, all it's your fault. fault. I talked to And I'm a Giants fan, all right? <laughs> I'm true blue right here. Yeah, and well. I'm telling you, I want the Jets to win. I do. Yeah. All right? Here's my, here's my, Jack, here's what happens. I'm going to tell you. I have what they call off-season muscles. Have you ever heard of off-season muscles? I think I know where you're going, but I, I'm wondering if this takes a turn. Let's yeah. hear it. So during the off-season, I'm a big, tough guy. 
and I've got strong opinions that I really believe. Like, I'm not saying it for effect. I believe it. I believe Tom Brady is old. I believe he's a fossil. I believe he's washed up. And I believe, boy, if he goes to a team like Miami, things would end badly for them. I believe that. It's the offseason. I'm comfortable, but it's how I truly believe. And I got muscles. September rolls around, right? Season starts. I become a puppy dog. I become very, very scared. Scared of many, many things. Scared of week one. Scared of week two. Scared of an injury. Scared of the Dolphins. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. (laughs) Haunts my dreams. That is an occasional week where I have confidence. Last year I had way too much confidence going into both Patriot weeks. I was wrong about that. But I tend to be more scared. So Jack's point, like, if we get to October and Tom Brady's there, I'll probably be scared bleepless. Like, no doubt about it. But in this moment... I'm just telling it like it is. He's an old man. He's going to go down to South Florida, basically, and live in a retirement home. Like, I'm just not afraid of him. I'm sorry. I I hear you. And he did do some interesting things at end of games, which is almost... But the whole story was last year, why are you even in this position against the Panthers right now? Or against the... Why are you even in this position where you have to pull this game out of your you-know-what? You would be scared. I I agree. You'd oh, be, be terrified. I'd be hiding under my chair. You'd be terrified. No doubt about Especially it. Especially those receivers, you'd be terrified. And, and what happens when I watch games, I get scared of like things that I shouldn't be scared of. So, for example, last night, my basketball team decided to punt a game. They decided, we're good. We don't need to play tonight. And they're playing the box, and Giannis is out. And I'm not going to bore everybody with the story, but bottom line is it was a close game. They were in the game, and Drew Smith, who nobody listening has ever heard of. Got buckets. He's got, he got buckets. Look at you. And you know what I was doing? I was hiding under my chair. I was nervous. <laughs> I was scared. And I'm thinking to myself, Evan, what the hell are you doing? It's a game against the Bucs. Your, your, your management team doesn't even want to win. Like, they're basically like, ah, go, go have fun, G League team. And I was scared. So take that and times it by 50. No, no. By 150. Yeah. And that's a football Sunday. It's scary. It's like the way you were last night with the, with the Knicks-Kings game. You were scared. Balls in Julius's hands. You were scared. If there was an ever, uh, I can't believe I stayed up to watch this game, game, <laughs> it was that one. But uh, I, I live and die with those Knicks. West Coast sports is the worst. Because we always make this decision. Are we going to stay up to 1 a.m. to watch our team? And it doesn't matter if it's baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever it is. And 90% of the time, you're going to get kicked in the you-know-what. So it's going to end badly. And then you're going to be tired. You're going to be miserable. And I know the way you felt last night because I've lived it. You stayed up the entire night knowing in the back of your mind it's going to end badly and I'm wasting two and a half hours of my life. And the Knicks are a no-quit team. Even when they were down 17, you still got to keep an eye out because they've been in that position all year and have fought bad. They don't go quietly into the night anymore like they used to. Uh, I will say, yes, on the East Coast, when your team travels West, it's a disaster. When you live on the West Coast, oh, which I've lived for 20 years, I'm right. sorry. Right. I am as New York as it gets. I love I love all my New Yorkers. West Coast sports, not the teams, the lifestyle is like no other. When you're watching a Knicks game at 4.30, <laughs> uh, and when you're good. watching the Giants kick off at 10 a.m., and you're trading in the chicken wings for eggs and ba- bacon, egg, and cheese, and a Bloody Mary... West Coast sports on Pacific time, fantastic. What a life. I have to admit, while I would never have any interest living anywhere but New York, in California, it's better than Florida, but I don't love it. But I have to admit, I went to a wedding once years ago, and it was, you know, during football season. And I watched Jets Patriots at 10 a.m., and I thought it was the greatest invention in the history of the world. (laughs) Redefined everything. I was in my pajamas watching football, and we get a little bit of a taste of it with the London games. Right. A little bit. So we got that. The Giant fans got that this year. Craig disagreed. He's crazy when it comes to this. I thought it was awesome. Big Mac back there thought it was awesome. You got to live it. I mean, my, yeah, my my football Sunday and all my fantasy stuff and bets and all that used to be, I would roll into my buddy's sports bar at like 9.45 in the morning and I get a bacon, egg, and cheese and a Bloody Mary and, and coffee and there's a million TVs. It's dark. I'm still in like pajama pants. Wonderful experience. <laughs> this is all pre-kids too, but before kids. So no, wonderful it. experience. I get it. Well, we found out that Hillary Clinton was the most famous person in Craig's phone. And Mike Francesa was the most famous person in my phone. When we come back, the most famous person in Jerry Ferrara's phone. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.